0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Across the Airwaves, a podcast dedicated to giving weekly TV show episode reviews, go with news and opinions kind of the entertainment industry. I'm Dan Schmidt, your host. And with me is a guy who knows to head for the desert when a zombie apocalypse is about to take place. My co-host.
1: Hey, everybody. It's Nico, and welcome to Across the Airwaves. On this week's episode, we have our review of the second episode of Fear the Walking Dead. Unfortunately, due to scheduling conflicts, we will not be able to get that Falling Skies super episode done for you this week. Maybe next week if, if schedules work for sure next week okay for sure next week yes we'll have that for you but for this week we're jumping into the second episode of fear the walking dead
0: yeah we're gonna jump right into that episode i think maintain the explosive momentum that the pilot which a lot of people claim were slow ended with entitled so close get so far
1: As Madison struggles to keep Nick from crippling withdrawal, Travis ventures out to find his son before Los Angeles falls. I was glad to see that the second episode maintained the intensity that was built
0: up in the first episode to satisfy the people who felt the pilot was too slow if they came back to watch this week. Nico, did you think this episode did a good
1: job of maintaining the
0: intensity we were expecting? Could they have uh, taken it a step further?
1: Yeah, in fact, I thought it actually not only maintained, but ramped up the intensity and suspense to really give us what many were probably expecting from the pilot. Remember, Dan, you and I both really enjoyed the pilot because we thought it had just the right amount of zombies and was building characters at the same time well this episode continued that trend as we saw the principal the homeless guy the homeless girl the neighbor who attacked the girls across the street and surprisingly we saw the boyfriend that we thought was going to be a main character had been bitten and all but the boyfriend we saw turn and it was only a matter of time before he turns so yeah i thought we got just enough zombies again more than we saw in the pilot and definitely the right intensity you know every scene especially that one with madison When she had to kill her friend. Because he had turned. Yeah. That was intense. That was good. Yeah. This week was. Was more than we got last week. And definitely exactly what we needed.
0: Yeah. Again. A lot of people complained about last week. I don't really see why. Because I feel like. We need to get to know these characters. Before we could really get into. The apocalypse. And what's going on.
1: Yeah. Otherwise we're just not going to care. When they die. You know. If if there's not any. If there's not any build up. There's no reason to care.
0: Great. Again. This was built up like a classic horror movie. Where there's nothing wrong. It's pretty peaceful. And Explodes. Yep. So I, I thought this is the perfect way. I mean, this is how it would happen in real life if, if it did. I mean, I hope it doesn't, but it is pretty accurate to what yeah. I think would go down. Right. And really, with this episode, I was glad to see that the main characters made smart decisions in this episode, like, oh. trying to get the heck out of town. I was really glad that they didn't even really debate it or think about it. They said, we gotta get out of here. And I really like that the conflicts that kept them from succeeding in this came from everyday logistics, like fulfilling Nick's prescription. Instead of, you know, coming from somebody being stupid or someone decided to go down the wrong road or something stupid like that. Nico, did you think this episode did a good job of making issues that kept Madison's family trapped in the city understandable instead of something we were left saying? What are you idiots doing?
1: Oh, absolutely, Dan. This made perfect sense. Travis had to make sure his son and ex were safe, and Madison had to find some narcotics to help Nick's detox go better and not have him get so violently ill he dies from that. I mean, coming off a heroin is a harrowing experience. I've seen it. I've met people who have done it. It's, it's It's not fun. And if they could taper him off by giving him a little bit of narcotics over the length of the detox he's going to be in a much better position so these were reasonable reasons for them to split up and get trapped away from each other it was great for story but it also made sense it makes sense within real life and thus in our story it rings true I thought these were smart decisions on the writers part to separate our heroes and then we'll ultimately bring them back together later in the season it
0: did this really well yeah
1: yeah they they learned from their other show exactly how how to do it. And that that's good.
0: Granted, we're kind of meeting other characters along the way too. But they were also getting invested in Yes. good. really, I mean, with this episode, yes, I mean, there were some grabs of the judgment here and there. Gotta kind of want to say it was perfect. To those of you who may be criticizing the show, still a little bit more. But in kind my of head, realistically thinking, they were forgivable. Because the daughter Alicia, she was left in the dark on what was going on. You know, they didn't really exactly say what was going on. Good, she was with the boyfriend. got kind on of to stay with the boyfriend. because kind they of didn't really explain what was going on with the neighbors until the end of the episode. And I have a feeling next week's episode is going to start with Madison explaining to Alicia just exactly what's happening. Yeah. So I kind of forgave her for that. because I do think Madison sort of had to space out when she saw her friend, the principal, yeah. as a walker to set up that first kill. Because yeah. that impact that killing a walker has, you know, on the person. Especially when it has a face of a friend instead of a rod corpse, like we've seen on the other series. Right. So, Nico, were you able to forgive these incidents guys well due to just circumstance?
1: Yeah, Dan, I was. And the one thing that I thought was the biggest lapse in judgment was exactly what you thought it was, was not telling Alicia the truth about what was going on before for leaving her alone with Nick. If Nick had not tried to stop her and had his grandma seizure, she would have gone over to her boyfriend's house to check on him and get Nick some drugs too and end up possibly getting bitten because she didn't know any better. She was also wanting to rush out and prevent the neighbor from what she perceived as a rape attack on the woman across the street. But Madison stopped her and I think she'll have to explain what exactly is going on in the next episode. You said that as well because this was an unforced error on these people's part and that was probably only done to keep the suspense going in this. Episode, but right. it can't happen again. It, it has everyone has to be on the pa- same page of what is going on now. Kravas looked at it as the dial a little bit. You know, they they did they wanted to shelter her from the concept. Well, they also didn't want to tell her that they had killed someone and her not. Well, that's true too. Yeah, you know, her not understand. Now that she has seen yeah. distance a little bit, what is going on? She saw the neighbor who's been a nice guy go and attack the neighbors across the street. And yeah, I mean, it's it's right. now she knows things are not normal.
0: But I could see as a parent, you you think it's going to be okay? Could you want your kids to think that? Mm-hmm. So you're not going to tell them how bad it really is.
1: Right. At this point, they're still thinking that they might be able to get out of this without right. any impact. You know, they can get to the desert and ride it out till the government fixes things or whatever.
0: Because even, even Madison said, Go, oh, they're going to fix it. They're going to zone it off. Yep. So, yeah. But I think she's beginning to realize that's not the case.
1: Yeah, I think she's seen that that this is worse than most people think, or this is worse than even she thought. So
0: Well and the other again, we saw the mass problems of that deniability too in this episode. In a very, you know, very a good way that fits the mass scale that we talked about last week. Yeah. That we we're gonna thought, thought we were gonna see this situation it's gonna turn into on this show. Where, you know, people did LA, which obviously makes sense because this has kind of happened there before, was you know, they got the, the cops killing a walker confused with police brutality. And that was the cause of the riots breaking out instead of a horde of walkers. Vico, did you think this was a smart way to escalate the zombie apocalypse in a very current and realistic fashion? Things have been happening in the news recently?
1: I do. Especially here in LA, like you said. LA has some major race and socioeconomic-fueled riots in her past, and seeing police officers kill an unarmed homeless man of color would be the sort of incident to light off a powder keg in this city. This riot will be the first step in losing control of society and the downfall of civilization when more and more walkers begin showing up. The media and cell phone blackouts will only make things worse and no one will know what is really going on until it's much too late. Much like Madison's student Tobias who was the most well versed person in LA about the walkers because he was following it all on the web and knew about it even before it came to LA and he's probably a, a doomsday planner. Yeah exactly. So yeah he, he seemed to know what was going on but the rest of the city was completely in the dark and soon will literally be completely in the dark.
0: Right well the cell phones went out at the end of the episode so. Yeah
1: and the, they were having rolling brownouts. Exactly. Because speaking of tomorrow- I really like he was back on the sunset. Yes. Get how he acted as like this
0: guide or resource of sorts to Madison. Explaining the physiology. Get how to deal with the walker. Can I really hope he appears again? Even yeah. though it's felt like he's been ripped off. Okay. Do you think it's still possible we will see Tobias
1: as a reoccurring character? I do. I do actually because she invited him to come stay with them and he said no thanks which means it, it seems like a little bit of a write-off but I think that when things go completely sideways for Madison and her Nick and, and the daughter Alicia, Madison's going to remember how well Travis under- or Tobias understood things and seek him out and head to his house to either resupply or grab him on the way out of town so I do think that he's still a potential big big part of this story and I do really like this guy so I'm happy about that I think he kind of seems a little bit less like an early Carl who was an annoying character in the original series and more of an early Glenn character that seems to know what is what and how to get things g- going and and how things are going to go so I think he's going to be hopefully more like an early Glenn which is my favorite character, and right. less like an early Carl, which was one of my least favorite characters in the first two seasons. But later Carl is better. Later Carl became a badass, yeah. yeah. He's still annoying sometimes, but he's definitely much better than he was. Right,
0: and again, I think you know, we need that Glenn character. I, I felt he had a little bit of Daryl in him, too, because he had an outsider character. Yes, we talked about that last week. Yeah, can I think these shows need something like that. So I, that's why I'm hoping he stays around. Again, on the Walking Dead Wikipedia page for this show, they show the families, That this show is going to focus on. So they showed Travis's family that he started with. They showed his family he has with Madison. And then they showed the Barber's family. And then they showed another family that was not, their images were blank at this point because we might have not met them, called the Cruz family. Okay. And my theory is that Tobias gives it the Cruz family. Because that's his family. Okay. Because they're going to be added to the show as characters. Because the Cruz is a name that fits his ethnicity for what it
1: looks like. I think it would make sense yeah sounds good sounds good to me anyway. plus
0: he was talking a lot about his family
1: yeah yeah his mom was out of town his uncle was looking in on him things like that absolutely going to be interesting to see some of that drama too sure that story helps support the show as well
0: because speaking about additional characters Nico I mean you're absolutely right about this series showing that people are more inclined to help each other get this early stage of the zombie apocalypse with the barber letting Travis and his family get to a shop, but we also saw the beginning of the original Quacky Dad's philosophy of every man for himself with Madison choosing not to help the family that lived across the street so the husband became a Nico, you know how long do you think this concept of people trying to help each other go last as the zombie apocalypse escalates?
1: I think it will potentially last the entire season, where we see more people helping than not in the next few episodes. But by the episode six, which is the first season finale, I bet we will see that that radically shift. And maybe that is because of what happens in the episodes leading up to that point. And maybe it'll be something else. But I still think people are generally good at this point. But resources are going to start running low. Just look at that cop stocking up. On all the bottled water the gas station had, and loading it into his cop car. Things are still relatively normal. That will not last for much longer. And when civilization begins to crumble, so too will people's willingness to help one another. So I mean, I just feel like it's going to be gone by episode six of this show. Yeah, it, if you look at our recent history with some of the natural disasters that our country has faced over the last decade, a lot of people will jump in immediately to help, and they'll send money. They'll they'll travel to the state for a few days or a week or a month at most, but eventually they try to get back to their own lives. And in a a mass sort of disaster like this is people would want to help, but at the same time, they they don't have that thing to go back to, but they have to make sure that there is something to go back to so they're less likely to go in the first place. So if their life was normal, they'd be willing to jump in and help and maybe help people. But as their lives start to crumble and and become less and less normal and become more and more of a struggle to survive, they're now. Natural instinct to help will right. be eroded by that. And they'll have to think about keeping their family safe and themselves safe. So we will see a lot less people. Even in this episode, when Travis wanted to go into that family, and I think that actually is the Cruz family. So okay. uh the barbershop, when he wanted to go in there.
0: You say that's the Cruz family? That's my guess. No, it's not because their pictures are already up.
1: Oh, are they? On the website, yes. And they're under a different name?
0: They're under a different name. I can't okay. think of what it is. But
1: okay, yes. all right. Yeah, I, I didn't catch any of their names, but I do. Did recognize- they didn't say
0: their last name. Okay. It's under their last name. So that's why I was, well, I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. Yeah. That's based on press release stuff, I think.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I, I just knew that they were, or at least one person is going to be important for from that family because Mercedes Mason is the daughter in that yes. family. and actress. Yeah, yeah. You, We've t- seen her before. Yeah. She was in that Finder show with Jeff Staltz. She was in a couple other things. I, I'm totally blanking on. Oh, NCIS okay. Los Angeles, Californication. She starred in 666. 66- Park Avenue but that didn't last very long so this show will last longer yeah yeah
0: yeah well we uh, actually got some listener feedback on this episode oh good about some logistics so what I'm going to do is I'm going to queue that up and uh go read it for you guys so just bear with me a second okay now the uh feedback we got is from a good friend of mine Brad Nicole who has I think written in the Throats podcast a couple times before and the reason why he's bringing this up is his son and a friend of his got a debate and his uh, he has some weapons training so this is kind of where he uh, wanted to talk about a couple of things going on in the episode I thought it was kind of interesting because I thought Nicole would think it's kind of cool so I wanted to bring that up but again we don't get a lot of feedback Back on ATA. So since we had it, I thought I would uh share it with everybody. So come okay, to read this. This is off of my personal Facebook. And uh um, yeah, we're gonna read it. So uh, this is from uh Brad Mickel. I knew the first episode was going to be slow. I would have been upset that they uh skipped character development, go over intensity. I want to care about these characters, because they need to set that up first. My friend's son comes over to watch uh Walking Dead with us because he doesn't have AMC. Okay, my son and him were complaining that the walkers shouldn't be able to go overwhelm police officers. Guy explained that unless you are a sniper, you are trained to aim for center mass because you are more likely to hit stressing the not missed aspect and stop a normal attacker unless the police do to shoot for the head they probably would fall back to their training shortly after I said this they showed a video clip I'm guessing this was the show Got fast forwarded through DVR that demonstrated this I guess that ended in a headshot Guy was impressed overall I heard that they are making a one episode walking dead show which I'm very excited about with an outbreak got board an airplane. some people were grumbling about it but I think it would make an interesting show it's the one episode who cares about character development let the gore happen so that's uh, Brad's thoughts on the episode that I thought that was interesting about the police training and how the walkers are overwhelming them at that point.
1: Oh, he's absolutely a- accurate on that. Yeah, center mass is, is exactly what they're taught. The chances of a headshot from more than a couple feet is very difficult unless you train specifically for that. They are trained. If you see the those black silhouettes, the right. dead center is the is the ten point, and then it, there's a circle out, and it's the nine point, eight point, seven point is on on the body Anything Anything off the body is is zero or depending on what the scoring thing is. But then you have another smaller circle in the head, which has got a 10 point right between the eyes. Then you have a nine point ring, an eight point ring and a seven point ring on that. And so, yeah, absolutely. They're taught to shoot for that center mass because that's going to put a normal person down. A center mass shot will put a person down. And if you do a three shot tight grouping in that center mass, they're not getting up. They're down for the count. It's much harder to do that in the head.
0: Okay, yeah, that sounds really... Yeah, that's interesting topic,
1: though. Yeah, now, special forces are t- taught differently. They right. still are taught center mass, but when they switch to their pistols, they're usually coming... They've you know they've exhausted their, their, their rifle or their uh, submachine gun, and now they're... Actually, their assault rifle, now that I think about it. Yeah, they've exhausted their assault rifle, and the, their last thing is their pistol, so they've already advanced pretty far, and the idea is that they would be shooting from real close range, and then they might be shooting for headshots, but center mass is what all, most people are
0: taught yeah again, the other thing i want to ask you is what do you think about that uh episode on the airplane did you hear about rumors yeah. about that
1: i had not heard anything about that that is uh interesting i like i said i hadn't heard anything so that would be interesting to see the one thing that a little bit concerns me is that that is how the strain started was it go this it's, it's going to be on, on walking dead on the regular Walking Dead? On the regular Walking Dead. Huh. Oh. Yeah, I don't know how that works then. Like, they run into a downed airplane, or they...
0: Well, they said that there was an episode that was major flashback. Oh, okay. So I'm wondering if
1: it's a character got the airplane.
0: Like, they run into a character who was on an airplane when this happened.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I, I thought we were still talking about this show and that...
0: No, it's the, it's the regular show, I think. Okay. Cause I could... This show would make more sense to me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I could that's definitely I it see it up. on this show. Yeah, I mean, again, the only thing I'm a little concerned about is that that's how the, the show The Strain started. I know that's vampires and this is zombies, right. but... <laughs> I've heard it's similar. I've heard. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's a very different it's a very different take on the vampire myth. They have these stingers and this sort of long I don't even know what it is an organ, a biting organ that they extrude out of their their mouths and out of their throats, and it goes and and infects the person with these worms sort of things. That is the strain is what you know where it comes from. And they once you get infected with those worms, it sort of changes you into the vampire. So that's how that story started was on an airplane and so that's why I'm a little bit concerned if Walking Dead does something too similar then you know it could be seen as a ripoff or could be seen as too derivative and, and take away from the episode I
0: agree we'll see I, we'll see yeah 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 you know from what I'm understanding is
1: it's going to be kind of a
0: one-shot episode that's going to be one of those off the beaten path episodes okay or shows kind of like X-Files used to do mm-hmm. remember there would be episodes that just connected to nothing but they were fun little cool ideas that were like whoa that was interesting this week because I think that's where they're going with right here. shows that are this well normally don't try something like that unless it's a very good idea right so I think I think this may come out go Halloween and I think it's just gonna be a fun run-off Halloween episode that they're gonna do with the show where they're just gonna run wild with the zombies and do that And they could be a throwback to more of an old school zombie horror film which this show I mean is it's, it's it's a drama right because zombies in the background I think this is gonna be all out let's have fun with the zombies episode because they haven't really done that yet so I'm cool and I think it's a good time to do it putting on this season six Can season six gets scary right because some shows go off the rails so hopefully this isn't one of those instances. No, I think I think we're going to be okay. That covers that. I think uh Brad got brought up some good points to talk about. Sure. So thank you to Brad and uh check out that other new awesome show GMC has coming out called Get to the Badlands. don't know if you saw the trailer for it, because, uh, I did. Get to Kung Fu. Yep. Western steampunk Western. And it looks pretty awesome. It it does look awesome. So I'm excited for that. That looks fun. The people that ran into the Raven about on the internet, so that might be a neat thing. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna review it regularly. We may say something about the pilot. Yeah. I'm not sure, but uh I think AMC has another hit on Hands and it's a different genre, which is cool. I'm glad that they're trying to do different stuff. So, with that, I think that finishes up our discussion. Gov, do you want to move on to the closing and tell people what we're hopefully doing? We've almost been guaranteed that we're going to cover the show we've said we've been covering for the past couple of weeks for sure next week and get that done.
1: Yeah, on our next episode, Dan and Michael might finally be able to review the entirety of the final season of Falling Skies. And Dan and I will be back for episode three of Fear the Walking Dead, so join us for all of that. Now, Dan and I are teasing Michael a little bit, because we know he's had a pretty hectic yes. schedule the last couple of weeks. and He was unf- very, very sick. Yeah, it was unfortunate he had to cancel, and that's why we're giving him a little ribbing here. Yeah. But Across the Airways will return in full in September to our regular schedule, when the fall 2015 TV season kicks off at the end of of september and dc nation will return when gotham premieres in the fall in the third week and in full force two weeks later when arrow and the flash premiere in early october so make sure to rejoin us for that as well also be sure to keep an eye out for dan and nikki doing the marvel verse podcast as well when agents of shield premieres in late september in that third week of september when most things are coming back but for now roll that pre-recorded closing
0: Get at our Across the Airwaves website. You can check out our other podcast shows, including the DC Nation podcast, located at its own website, airwaves.com. Get in the iTunes store, which reviews the TV shows Gotham, The Flash, Garrow, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. Get if you want reviews on Marvel Comics-related content, such as Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cajun Carter, Marvel's Netflix shows, got the movies of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, check out the podcast hosted by Nikki Amy and, and myself, known as the Marvelverse podcast, located at marvelversepodcast.acrosstheairwaves.com Again, that's marvelversepodcast.acrosstheairwaves.com Can you can also check out this podcast in the iTunes store. In addition to these programs, check out Thronescast. Our podcast hosted by Nico, Nikki, and myself dedicated to reviewing episodes of HBO's Game of Thrones, which is available at the website thronescast.acrosstheairwaves.com Go on iTunes. You can you send us your thoughts Got each Game of Thrones episode by emailing us at thronescast@gmail.com, tweeting us at thronescast, Again, that's at thronescast, leaving us a voicemail at 773-809-3363, that 773-809-3363. Go by posting on our Facebook page located at facebook.com/thronescast. Also, you can listen to across the airwaves the DC Nation podcast, Thronescast, a Game of Thrones podcast, Again, the Marvelverse podcast, the Mix Internet radio station code by Jack Stifle, Stitcher Radio or if you use Apple devices download the podcast box app because if you're on a Windows or Android device you can download our apps for the Amazon Marketplace because the Windows Marketplace has a regular Windows phone app because for how you can contact us to give your own insight on the TV shows we review provide suggestions on how we can improve your podcast listening experience or just to say you like what we're doing email us at across the at gmail.com comment on our Facebook page follow us on Twitter at across the Again, there's no the there it's just across the airwaves Join our circle on Google+, or leave us a voicemail at get 773-809-3363. Go get that 773-809-3363. I okay, would also recommend that you check out our YouTube page, which features trailers for upcoming movies, and okay, television events, such as Avengers Age of Ultron, Batman vs. Superman, and Star Wars Episode seven, The Force Awakens. Okay, along with this content, the ATA YouTube channel is a great source for panels from past Comic-Cons, It okay, will be a great source to find videos coming out of Comic-Con 2015 this summer. Alright, so once again for our other fabulous ATA podcast hosts, Nikki Amy, Woo Kim, Steve Nastro, and Michael J. Patty, I'm Dan Schmidt and I'm Nico Rustic. good until our next episode we will cut you on the airways. See you guys, have a great week, and uh, don't do anything stupid to get eaten by walkers. See ya! On the first part of the journey I was looking at all the life There were plants and birds and rocks and things, there were sand and hills and rain. The first thing I met was a fly with a buzz and the sky with no clouds.
1: The heat was hot and the ground was dry, but the air was full of
0: turn to our regularly scheduled program.